You're listening to Chamber Chat on PeoriaLife.com. All right, welcome everyone. You're, on an, you're listening to another edition of Chamber Chat with Jeff Griffin, Peoria Area Chamber of Commerce CEO Council, and this is this is PeoriaLife.com. With us today, we are honored to have representing Peoria Riverfront Museum. Their president and CEO, Sam Gatmeyer, and the vice president of programming, Ann Schmidt. Welcome, welcome, Sam and Ann, to the show. Thanks, Jeff. It's good to be here. Thank you for being here. So listen, Peoria Riverfront Museum, I've been in Peoria about two and a half years. I think Sam beat me here by about six months. So other than Sam being one of the first friends I met when I moved to Peoria, the museum was one of the first places I, I went. So... As a relocator here to Peoria, I know the anchor it is and, and, and how great of a facility it is. But tell, tell me about, take me back to the beginning. When was the idea of the Peoria Riverfront Museum launched here in Peoria? Oh, I, I think I can answer that one. I started at Lakeview Museum in September of 1999. And just just shortly thereafter, they started planning what would become the Peoria Riverfront Museum. So it was more than 10 years in the planning. Right. And a lot a lot went into that before Sam and I's time here. But the, the, tell me about a lot, a lot going into the planning and how the community got itself from the planning piece to now the beautiful facility we have down on Water Street. Well, a lot of, a lot of the planning was, was very difficult, but it was the, the support from the community in the end that, that got the museum built. We had a referendum for a uh, sales tax mm-hmm. that helped to close the funding gap and really made it a community-owned project in more than just a fiscal sense. It is, it has now become really a community gathering place, and one of the functions that I see from a programmatic side is using the museum to help other organizations showcase what they do. For example, we just had a couple weekends ago Fuse Interactive Media Day at the museum where the interactive media department at Bradley University puts on programming for the for the community all day long and it's the students effort but it is such a great canvas to show what the rest of the rest of the groups in town are doing. Right. No, you're exactly right. I think the versatility I'm no expert you guys are but as a consumer member of the Peoria Riverfront Museum, um, when my children moved here, they were able to play and interact and then sneak them over to get them some, some culture and the artwork and so forth. But, and as you pointed out, I know Sam and I have been to many events um, uh, at the Riverfront Museum where uh, they hosted my welcome event there. It was a, just a happy hour. We've had going away parties there. The, the wine under the stars and the planetarium is just so versatile, and I love the way you guys use, use the building for the community. You know, from my perspective, Jeff, coming in sort of midway in this whole narrative of the founding of the museum and the planning and, and where we are now, um, I can say in the two-plus years that I've been here, we've seen a wonderful sort of unfolding of the museum to the community. And as you say, different uh, individuals and groups stepping in and holding events. We were very pleased last week to uh, host the Jewish community in, in their commemoration of the Day of Remembrance for the Holocaust. And, and other things like that that are very meaningful to us, and and we hope uh, place the the museum um, in an important place in our community. 
Exactly right. You, Sam, you mentioned the unfolding of it as a, a of the Pure Riverfront Museum to the community um, and used the, 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 the uh, Jewish Holocaust event from last week as an example. That, that's bringing a new, a new exhibit permanently to Pure Riverfront Museum. Did I hear that properly? Yeah, the uh, Holocaust Memorial that was previously out at Grand Prairie Mall mm-hmm. um, and had to be moved from there was, was sort of orphaned in a way. And so a process began to find a new home for the memorial and and through that process, uh, conversations were initiated with the museum and through a very thoughtful and and um, careful process, our, our executive committee, our board, considered the possibility of the memorial being placed on the museum grounds and, and have a, uh, entered into agreement with the Jewish Federation to have the memorial placed okay. on the museum grounds. So that would be a permanent, a permanent uh, display. It's a 10-year the... loan. Okay. And... and um, <laughs> But, well, yeah, you're we'll right. see what happens in ten years, right? So, yeah. I think that's fantastic. This is such an important part uh, of the community, and and to see more things attracted to the Peoria Riverfront Museum, I think is fantastic. So, what's going on? What, the prohibition exhibit is going on now. When does that end? And what do we have coming in? We've got an exciting summer coming up. Tell me more about that, Anne. Well, we all know that prohibition actually ended in 1933, but prohibition at the Peoria Riverfront Museum will end on May 30th. The exhibit. American Spirits, The Rise and Fall of Prohibition, will end. That will be the last day that it is open. And we have, I think, just one more big event in association with that, and that is this coming Saturday. It's one of our Speakeasy Saturdays, and Hugh Higgins, the owner of Hearth Restaurant, who is a great whiskey aficionado, will be teaching us all the difference between whiskey, rye, bourbon, whiskey without an E, whiskey with an E. That's a tutorial and taste. Now, the Prohibition exhibit, I give you guys such credit for the diversity of the exhibits you you bring in, and uh, it's just just absolutely fantastic. But the Prohibition one... I don't know if it's the topic or, 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 or me listening more. I seem to there seems to be more press about it or more uh, excitement on the radio. Am I, am I making that up, or Sam? Did you feel the same way? We think it's a great uh, project. That it's been a great project for Peoria, especially given our history in right. the distilling industry and and talking about not only prohibition from a national perspective, but from the perspective of of our immediate surroundings here and how prohibition impacted the seventeen distilleries that were in operation at the time that the the 18th Amendment was passed. And so, and then there are contemporary issues that go to prohibition and what the government's role is in regulating uh, intoxicants and, and other substances. And so it's been a, it's been a popular exhibit. The programming that Anne and her staff have done has been amazing. She mentions the whisking tastings, but we've had beer tastings and bus tours of historical sites related okay. to the distilling industry to, uh, family days that talked about life in the 1920s when prohibition was passed. And, um, it's just been a, a marvelous set of uh, opportunities to learn about that particular time in our well, history. Well, I know. I mean, being your neighbor down here on Water Street, where the chamber's located, uh, we get people knocking on our door and um, uh, asking what's going on. And obviously, we direct them to you guys at the Pure Riverfront Museum and Cat Visitor Center across the street. Uh, folks, this is Chamber Chat. Jeff Griffin, your host here on PeoriaLife.com. Our guests today are Sam Gatmeyer and Ann Schmidt with the Peoria Riverfront Museum. And we're winding down. Prohibition ends in Peoria on May 30th. And then what? We flip. We close for, or not close for a week, but take some time to reload. And, and then what's next on the schedule for the, the museum? 
Well, we're going to launch ourselves into outer space. Not not lit- literally, of course, <laughs> but on June 19th, Be the Astronaut opens in our Changing Feature Gallery. And that is a marvelous interactive exhibit that explores what it's like to have to train to become an astronaut, what the missions are like, and then what an actual uh, try to accomplish a mission, all in a a rather virtual way, almost a video game sort of scenario, but it also has components of a traditional museum exhibit with static displays of historical objects from from our space exploration history. So how do you educate me a little bit? It'll be brief about this, but how do you how do you land be the astronaut exhibit? Do they like travel the country like a circus? And we put in bids for that, or how does that come to be? Well, essentially, Jeff, we do two kinds of shows. We do shows that we originate at the museum, such as the really wonderful Nita Sunderland show that uh, celebrates the life work of of one of the best known and most accomplished artists in our our area, Nita Sunderland. And so we we did that mm-hmm. entirely ourselves. But we also do shows that are organized by outside groups, such as the Prohibition Show we've talked about, which was organized by the National Constitution Center. And Be the Astronaut falls into that second category. It's a traveling show that we're we're taking on for the summer. But in addition to the material that we'll get with the traveling show, which will be extensive, we're doing all kinds of related programming in the planetarium, in the giant screen theater, um, uh, classes, workshops. We're We're making a connection to the ISS astronauts during the the course of the show and so um so this is a traveling show and and we get it because it's it's a topic that uh, we thought would be relevant right. and fun for Peoria and and when we learned about it we looked into the possibility of bringing it here and and then through a, a process of negotiation we've we've come to an agreement with the group that's touring it for that time period well on on my behalf on behalf of the folks I work with I thank you guys for your creativity and the shows you bring because it seems to me it strikes the balance of uh you know my kids could interact with the Ripley's believe it or not deal and there was there was still a lot of learning to happen there, and I get them into into a museum and used to appreciating things different, uh, and it just adds a lot of diversity to our community and a lot of excitement. So the other thing I don't think people hear enough about um, is the theater, the giant screen theater. And, again, I keep relating it to my life, but I love that place. I've been there uh, for double features of uh, you know, Polar Express and uh, some fun things like that, the more recent Sunday Morning Baseball League movie you guys showed. How does how does that hold? Does that fall under you, and for the programming as well? It does. Uh, Tell we me have how a that giant, all works. We have a curator for the theater, mm-hmm. David Steve, and he he does double duty. He has a background in film, so he's very good at selecting what we will present to the public, but he's also extremely good with technology. And as you can imagine, it is a uh, it is a wondrous box of blinking lights up there. In right. the, in well, the you you call it that? <laughs> <laughs> That's a technical uh, term. But this, I mean, what's special about our, our giant screen theater we have across the street from where we're sitting right now at the Chamber well, of Commerce? There are a couple of things that are really special yeah. about it. One, one is the size. It's five stories high right. and seven stories wide, and it has double projectors. So if you're if you're seeing a 3D movie, the the two elements of the 3D are being projected separately, so you don't get that flickering effect that you could get in in a different theater. So it doesn't doesn't have quite the uh, disorienting effect that you'll sometimes get. But the really 
cool thing about it is what we do with it. Not only do we show educational films right. uh, for school children and then for a regular public during the day and Hollywood films at night, but we also use it, just like everything else, as a community a community platform, like the Sunday Morning Baseball League that you, that you mentioned. Mm-hmm. We have premiered other people's um, film projects here. We used it for the Fuse Interactive Media project with uh, Bradley University to showcase what the senior students had been doing. I mean, right. imagine being a senior in college and your work is writ large, five stories high for everyone to see. That's that's pretty cool. No, it is. It's a it's a beautiful environment, and uh, I, I've grown to love that love that spot. And you can also get a, a, a bottle of beer, a glass of wine. You can't do that at AM, AMC, right? So that's right. Not that I'm promoting that, but it's an added feature, <laughs> oh, something well, unique. The prohibition exhibit, exactly. Yeah, it's it's a it's unique a feature of our Peoria Riverfront uh, Museum. So listen, we're running out of time. There's so much to talk about with the Peoria Riverfront Museum. And you're on Chamber Chat with Sam Gapmeyer and Ann Schmidt uh, from the Peoria Riverfront. Museum. Sam, where do people go uh, to learn your website to learn more about all the exciting stuff going on this summer? Uh, PeoriaRiverfrontMuseum.org. Thank you. Got you, man. It. you got it. And um, I know you have a 4th of July. There's a big event there, beautiful venue for the fireworks. That fills up fast. What other special events this summer do we want people to be aware of? Well, if you go to our website, uh, as soon as we have Be the Astronaut opening at the museum, you'll have a another page with the exhibit page that tells all of the programming associated with that and there will be some wonderful things there'll be a live phone call to the ISS that's the International Space Station we're working with the local ham radio operators to to make that happen we'll have a new educational film in the giant screen theater we'll have a, a silver screen series of classic space right. movies and the public gets to vote on what those be, what those will be. So, I'm that's awesome. So I'm, I'm well, hoping for Star Trek things. There's way too much to talk about in only 15 minutes. But the point is, get to PeoriaRiverfrontMuseum.org, O-R-G, to find out what's going on this summer. Sam and Ann, thank you for all you do for Peoria and for making the the Riverfront Museum a fantastic spot, folks. This is Jeff Griffin wrapping up another edition of Chamber Chat on PeoriaLife.com. PeoriaLife.com.